The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie. My name is Jason, and as always, I'm with the my wonderful co-host, Kevin. Kevin, how are you doing today, buddy? Um, you know what? I'm doing pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I don't really have anything else to say other than, uh, good. I'm gonna make, uh, this whole batch of episodes, I haven't had a lot of thoughts on, deep thoughts on the episodes. I've just been kind of the, uh, color commentary. You're doing great. Don't give yourself a hard time. I got a banter idea I've been meaning to do for a while. Do it. Okay. Uh, listeners, I'm holding in my hand a carbonated beverage that is a cola. Uh, now I'll just tell you the brand. It's Coca Cola, uh, sponsor of the show. Thanks, Coca Cola. Um, Jason, if you were to walk into a restaurant and you wanted to order this something like this, how would you describe it to the waitress? Uh, okay, you're asking me if I say soda or pop. I am. Yes. Okay. Roundabout way. Colloquially, colloquially, colloquially. I don't know how you say that word. Uh, in Ohio, it is common to say pop, but I say soda. What? I okay. say soda. Yeah. So um, I just pop uh, has always just sounded weird to me, and it's it's uh, this is going to be kind kind of sound like my nose is in the air at the word pop, uh, and it is, I guess, in a way. But I just feel like that's a lazy term, and I, so I've always said so. My whole family refers to it as pop. Uh, if my grandma, my grandma would say, Jason, grab me a pop when I was a little boy, you know, and I've never liked the term pop. So I've always said soda. So I actually, actually, but I, I, I call things, uh, I would call the one you're holding right now. I would say a Coke. I I usually call it by brand, the kind I want. So I would say, I, I, I'll take a Mountain Dew or I'll take a Coke or I'll take a Pepsi. But uh, yeah, and and usually I'll do that too. Um, and then the, you'll say, "Oh, can I just get a Coke? Is Pepsi okay?" And I'm like, "Fine." Um, Pepsi, not a sponsor of this podcast. Um, it could be though if they win the but, but if I don't know, I'll, I'll just uh, like like the the reason I brought this up and the reason uh, the way to tie it into Wilco is uh, uh, when I was at Solid Sound last year, my first time in. Uh, Massachusetts. Is that I, was, I always say Massachusetts, and then people tell me that first not time right. was right. Yeah, Massachusetts, Massachusetts uh, which sounds weird to me, but okay. Um, uh, first time in that part of the in the Eastern Time Zone, really. Um, and uh, I, I'm we went to the CVS across the store, across the street, sort of from uh, Mass Mocha. I bought two lawn chairs for like ten dollars each, cheap lawn chairs, uh, and I bought two bottles of pop. Uh, and the very nice lady at the cashier says, oh, uh, uh, do you need anything else? And I say, no, just the chairs and the pop. And she says, excuse me? And I'm like, the, the pop? Oh, I thought you said pot. Where are you from? What? I've never heard someone say pop before. I rarely ever hear what? anyone say. And I'm like, why? You've never heard anyone say pop? That is, and then I remember, oh, yeah, Americans call it soda, but I guess it's not everywhere, just in, in some pockets, I feel like, depending on where you're from. I feel like I, I, she would, I, I feel like she should have known what 
I, I we all know what pop and soda mean. She she, she knew it. She thought I said pot, and then of course like that's illegal there, uh, and and not something I partake in. But um, I guess the the when she heard that sound, the first thing she thought of was not pop. It was pot. Uh, and maybe it was my thick Canadian accent obscuring that, that word thick to be fighting against her. But uh, like, I wouldn't even like, these are on the counter. Of course, I'm talking about pop. Like that's what it's called, pop. Like I remember being a kid, I remember being 12 or somewhere around there. And my mom giving me a few dollars when we we're at the mall and saying, oh, just go order yourself a, a pop from the food court. And looking at a board and they only had soda listed. And I didn't know that I'd never heard of, of, of you know, the soda pop called just soda before. Uh, and I, I remember going back to my mom and being like, I don't think they have it. They have something called soda. She's like, that's the same thing, you friggin' idiot. And then I went back and wondered. Yeah. In Canada, is it true that everything is more expensive because of your health care? Is that, is that just a, a thing perpetrated by Republicans here in America to make us scared of free health care? Because I feel in, like... In America, is it true that everything is more expensive from your military? Yes, that's it's absolutely true. Uh, well, everything products are not more expensive, but our taxes are uh, are more expensive because of that because we don't appropriate them properly. So uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I well, I don't know how much you guys pay on tax. Uh, um, Too much. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, sure, taxes are prop are more than nothing, um, but uh, it's worth it when. Um, Let's let's say you go to McDonald's and you get a double cheeseburger. Do you guys have a, okay? Do you have a dollar menu at McDonald's there? Yeah, it's dollar menu. Okay. Well, what do you get for a dollar? Do you get like a double uh, cheeseburger? I, I don't know. I don't order off the dollar menu. I order double quarter pounders. Uh, let me say this because I think I know what you're getting at. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always times, curious. As Americans, you'll see like if you look at a book. I'm holding uh, "Learning How to Die" by Greg Cott in my hands. You will see. U.S. price 14, Canadian price 21. And the reason for that is um, when this book was published, the Canadian dollar was lower than the U.S. dollar. So yeah, $14, to, $14 to you is $21 to us. The exchange rate's different. Sometimes the Canadian dollar goes up to par like it was like 10 years ago. I bought a guitar online and like actually made, saved money on it uh, out of the States because it was the Canadian dollar was like worth 10 cents more than the U.S. dollar, which is awesome. Now the Canadian dollars like hovering in the seventies, uh, which means like um, if I buy a rec records are more expensive here. If the next uh, when Summer Teeth Deluxe comes out up here, I guess Summer Teeth Deluxe is already out when listeners are listening to this, but that will cost more in Canada because of uh, how the dollar is. But yeah. that has nothing to do with our health care. Here, well, here the the common line from one party is that we that everything will be more expensive if we get free health care. And I've always just been curious if that's true or not. And uh, how long – is it true that you guys have to wait forever to get into the hospital to, uh, if you're sick with that, with the free health care? Is that uh, true? Uh, you know what I love about this podcast is, is we discuss Wilco, but we also discuss the differences between Canada and America almost as much as we discuss Wilco. Uh, that's what sets us apart, man. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, which is great. Um, yeah, wait times are can be long. Like I'm, I don't know. I'm sure there's examples that would go against this, but I feel like if you had like – uh, a, a emergency surgery needed going tomorrow, they'd get you in tomorrow. But when I had my tonsils taken out a couple of years ago, which by the way, don't get your tonsils out as an adult, it's terrible. Um, I got uh, uh, the doctor looked at them in September and it was March when they came out. Oh my God, six months? 
now it wasn't like I was dying there the whole time. It's just my tonsils were like enlarged a bit and I was getting like colds every like once a month for a few days or something like that. It took six months. Did not cost me a cent though. So yeah, there's a, there's a benefit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Th- that has nothing to do with song recovering today, but it's kind of, kind of does because today's song is called country disappeared. And, uh, I think a lot of Americans at this moment feel like either it's our country is on a resurgence or it's disappearing b- before them, depending on your know, outlook. The, the, uh, this is, um, this is kind of a forgetful Wilco song. Like, uh, this is not the um, one of the first Wilco songs that I'd recommend to, to someone. It's not a bad song by any stretch of the imagination, agree. but it's just not. It's not Jesus, etc. It's not Ashes American Flag. It's not a shot in the arm. It's not even um, How to Fight Loneliness or, or um, Random Name Generator or something like that. Like it, it's lower in the list. Um, uh, but uh, I wonder, uh, it's just interesting. This is a song from 2009. So Jeff would have wrote, written, wrote this song in 2009, 2008, probably. Um, you, you gotta wonder, um, like, I kind of want to go back in time and tell Jeff, like, don't even write this song right now. Cause you're going to want to write this song yeah. in another, <laughs> uh, six, uh, seven years. Uh, once a certain uh, person gets elected to, the, uh, uh, president of the United States. And just to be fair to our listeners who might uh, not agree with, we're not trying to go one way or the other with what we're saying about it. We don't want to get political on here, but it's inevitable with the way the world is right now that, and just a conversation, because we're trying to keep this kind of a, uh, give you an insight into our minds, but also analyze Wilco. Uh, We're not trying to disparage your beliefs. You can can understand where Jeff's coming from, though. Uh, We know that. Uh, Jeff uh, has met Barack Obama a number of times. Barack Obama has introduced Wilco. I believe I believe Wilco uh, campaigned for Barack Obama in uh, the first time he went up for election in 2008. So, Chicago boys. Uh, Wilco definitely um, skews left. Uh, and they were vocally upset um, when uh, that certain, that one guy got elected president. I can't remember his name. Let's not say his name. Um, so anything we're saying is, is uh, um, uh, definitely... Um, uh, not something I think Jeff would object to the fact that uh, uh, 2009 versus 2016 to 2020, this country definitely disappeared more than than uh, it did in, in 2009. But though, you know what? Maybe Jeff Tweedy was seeing the seeds of of that that we all know you know yeah. didn't notice till till much later. Well, we're going to jump into countries appear here in a minute, but first we want to remind you to please go to whatever podcast you're listening on and leave us a rating and review. It helps us get found by new people who can in turn rate and review us, which would help us get found by more people and so on and so on and so on. That helps us out more than you could ever believe. So please, if you haven't done it yet, go out there and do that. It's very little to ask. And we do this show uh, where this is episode 38 right now, and we have another 200 or so to go. So please help us out and get found. Make sure this is in as many people's ears as possible so we can spread the gospel of Wilco and really just kind of pop off uh, like Kevin's soft drink he has there. Um, all right. I My think soda it, pop. It's soda pop. Thank you, Kevin. I Here's a song. Country Disappeared off of Wilco the Apple. And I can't analyze the lyrics because it literally says in Apple Music, lyrics not available. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I usually keep the lyrics open from WilcoWorld.net because that always seems to be the most accurate Wilco lyrics. Um, you know, the song title um, 
makes you think it's going to be a very specific song, but the lyrics I don't think are that specific. Has that tweety voice I love. Now, I'm going to say something. Okay. To me, this is a um, almost sounds like Sky Blue Sky. Wilco, the album is the f- album after Sky Blue Sky. Um, I don't want to dunk on a song too much, but to me, like uh, this is a uh, sounds like a worse version of a Sky Blue Sky song. Sky Blue Sky is a very soulful record. This is trying to get close to that, but it just doesn't work the same way Sky Blue Sky works. Um, uh, I don't know what it is. To me, it just it, it. Again, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Um, Wilco, the album, is the least. To me, sounds the least inspired. Uh, it's also the album I have the least nostalgia for. So that full disclosure, that's playing against it too. Um, but uh, and this song is just a great example of that. That just doesn't sound as inspired as um, you know. Um, a song like Please Be Patient With Me off Sky Blue Sky, which is kind of a similar soulful song. Um, oh, that part right there, man. That's beautiful. The double it's up the vocals. Yeah, I wonder, I wish they had liner notes. If we really listen, I'm assuming it's John singing with them. It sounds like Jeff twice to me, doubled up. Hmm. I don't know. But... Yeah, it could be. I'll say this as a graphic designer and artist. Uh, Wilco, the album's album cover, is the least interesting album cover to me. Uh, it's Camel no, on the The Camel, track. yeah. And then, because it's kind of the front cover and the back cover kind of go together. I never owned a physical copy of it, so mm. uh, I, I've never seen the back cover of this album. I think the back cover, I mean, this tells you how often I pull it out. Uh... Is, is the band sitting at the table with the camel behind them. Um, yeah, to me, um, it's the first Wilco album that was um, directly jokey, but I guess you could argue that Summer Teeth is, is also kind of jokey with the album title, or Summer Teeth, some art. Um, but it, to me, it feels a little bit more obvious, a little bit more directly jokey. Um, as opposed to a, um, you know, a ghost is born and and uh, being there in Yankee Pill Fox or on Sky Blue Sky, which are very serious album titles, so and very serious album covers. To me, just the I'm just listening to the instrumentation here. It just doesn't sound as warm um, as Sky Blue Sky. I love Sky Blue Sky, especially I've grown to appreciate in recent years because it sounds like the band live and in a room together uh, and i wish i hope they record another album like that at some point um uh whereas this one i don't know maybe they're in the room together but it also it maybe just the way it's recorded just doesn't feel as, as warm or if they were if it was recorded you know in pieces over top of each other i wouldn't be surprised about that either what do you think that song's about kevin do you did you examine the lyrics to that uh, I did examine the lyrics. Uh, did I write notes about it? Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess what I wrote um, and how I feel is like, I don't know how literal Jeff was being, uh, was feeling with this song. Uh, um, 
and then I, I mentioned what I talked about earlier. I wish I could tell 2009 Jeff about how uh, much more his country would disappear in the future. Um, uh, but uh, um, uh, yeah, definitely there's some some great um, uh, verses in there. Um, um, some some good poetry, I guess, is, is what I'm looking for. Um, but uh, and um, it, it, he wrote it in a way that's vague enough. Is it? The, the blue country has disappeared. The red country has disappeared. Um, it, Maybe it what he really... identifies with as his country. Cause like, yeah. I don't think, I think a lot of people, it's not as simple as saying I'm, I'm on the left or I'm on the right. I think a lot of it, a lot of people can see both sides. They just identify more with, on this particular issue, I identify with this more. So maybe what he viewed as a country was falling away from him when this, when he wrote this song, that's that, that might be what it's about because I don't view him as, uh, uh, a person who's just, can only see one side of an issue. Maybe it's just cause I'm a fanboy. I don't know. Maybe, that, mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just hope that he views things the same way that I do, but, uh, I, I maybe I'm just pushing that on him. I don't know. So the the other thing I was going to say about this song is this is 2009. This album came out in 2010. Jeff would Mavis Staples would release her first collaboration with with uh, Jeff. You're not alone. You are not alone. Uh, I feel like a year or so later, this would have been a sort of song that Mavis would have just absolutely knocked the roof off with. Right to me, like Jeff is a Jeff is a very good singer. I'm not criticizing jeff at all i think jeff is um and jeff knows what his capabilities are and and uses his voice very effectively but this is a a soulful song this is if you were to put a a really phenomenal singer that with a super wide range you know someone who's just a singer they don't play an instrument they're just that straight vocalist um on this song like a mavis staples that could just hit those notes and just push the song further I think uh, that would work really well in this particular instance. And to be honest, it's one of the few Wilco songs that I feel that way about. Yeah. And I, and I hadn't thought about it, but when you said that it kind of sounds like a song off of sky blue sky, uh, but just like not quite there yet. It does. I had never thought of it until you said that, but it does kind of sound like a Walmart version of a, a sky blue sky song, like an, uh, yeah. that wouldn't it quite have felt- made the album. Yeah, a little less. Again, I'm gonna sound like a broken record when it comes to Wilco the album, but Wilco the album definitely has its highlights. To me, it, it's uh, the least inspired album, and this is a good example of why I feel that way. Because um, this is this is not a song. Um, uh, I, I, you know, Jeff Tweedy jokes that uh, um, every song is someone's some Wilco fans favorite song every Wilco song has one fan is at least one fan is uh, picks that song as their favorite I don't I've never met that person that this is their favorite song I would love to meet them and and hear their um uh thoughts on it but this is a song that no they played it in 2019 they played it once in 2019 once in 2017 and then you got to go all the way back to 2014 and they only played it three times uh to find a, a multiple playings of it uh through through one year so it's not um uh, a, a favorite a set list yeah yeah by any way it looks like they've only played it maybe 20 to 30 times um since its uh, debut in, in 20 2008 so um and i think they're so the band's kind of aware of that um uh but you know what if this is um like the uh one of the the um 
least interesting Wilco songs, and this is it. I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah, right? like I could um, write that song. No, yeah, it, it's it, it is a good, it is an objectively good song. Yeah. Uh, well, if you are one of those fans that this song does just tickle your grits, leave a voicemail, write us an email. You can find all the ways to do that at abcwilco.com. Uh, you can also find all the ways you can follow the show. You can find all the ways you can subscribe to the show. All the ways to support this show and help grow the Alpha Bravo Charlie fan base. They are all on abcwilco.com. You can find Kevin at uh, on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. If you have heard anything in a recent episode where Kevin has made a mistake, please, but for the love of God, write in and let us know so he loses that ego of his. Or you, maybe you made a mistake. <laughs> Come on, we all know that's not the possibility. Um, you can find me at Hess's Best on Instagram. You can go to Hess'sBest.com, buy some of my art. Uh, I think that is everything, so I'm just going to remind everybody, every little thing is going to tear you apart.